Hello, and welcome to Ask Me About K-Pop, the essential guide for recent converts and seasoned fans alike. My name is Shannon. And I'm Angelica. And this is a bonus, baby. (laughs) (laughs) So here's the deal. It's Wednesday, November 4th, and we, to us, it's not that yet. But we don't know what the world is like today. Today is November 2nd. And (laughs) if you're in the United States, that means it's the day before Election Day. So, so things are weird, but also Wednesday, the day after the election day is our regular episode drop date. And we of course want to put an episode out for you guys because that's what we do. We put episodes out on Wednesday, but this week our episode is about misogyny and it's kind of a bummer. And so it's I, just heavy. It's, it's not a bummer. You know, we have a light conversation. Like it's heavy. It's just heavy. <laughs> So we thought that like to ease the pain of that in case you like don't want to listen to it on Wednesday. And for- also possibly like console our souls. Right. We all just need it. We thought we would put out a bonus content at the same time because we've been drinking and so many good things came out since the episode where we talked about October comebacks we to need kill a time. Up. We have we to need follow, a follow up. up. We need a follow up. So cheers to follow up and whatever world we're living in while you're listening to this. But let's talk about K-pop, the only thing that keeps me alive. My shield. You guys, you know that meme that's like the soldier that's on fire and he has all the knives in his back and he's like protecting the sleeping person. I need a version that has Shonu's face on it. Yes. Shonu is the soldier. Shonu, my baby. My baby bear, you protect me from everything <laughs> with your abs. Show new. All right, let's get into it. Show new's at the start. end of the list, so we got to get at the going. end of the list. I'm just saying at the top, just so you know, I think about show new always. Always. <laughs> okay, so when we left off our October <clears throat> episode, what was the last thing that had come out? The last thing that had come out was Suhyun Alien and yes. the Black Swan. So we'll, let's start out. With the B1A4 comeback, which actually I sent this music video to Shannon and I was like, this is really cute. And I think that the song is really great and the music video is super cute. It's called Like a Movie. And she didn't watch it because (laughs) 17 came out the same day and we were rightfully distracted. We'll get to you in a moment, (laughs) 17. Wait, your turn. But first, I'm going to make Shannon watch this B1A4 thing because they've been around for a while. They are a group that I think eventually would probably be deserving of a deep dive because they've been around for so long. But they I know nothing just, about them. Yeah, there's a very specific, like, swimmy pool of boy groups that all run together in my mind. And I know, like, a song from one of them. Or like one song yeah. from each, but I know nothing about them. And B1A4 sits in that pool. I feel me. like B1A4 for me gets really lost in the alphabet soup that is B2, B2OB and M Black. And, and AB6. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like, like other, just like all these other groups that I am like, I don't know. I don't know you. So anyway, here, B1A4 like a movie. I did really like this music video and the song is really cute. Let's check it out. Okay, so there's like people in little spinny Mary. Oh, if I get another chance, there's English on the screen. 
Oh, this is already cute. Yeah, so it's like a little clock, sort of. I mean, every set is like a movie. Good sweater. There's definitely English lyrics. I'll change them. Change it. So we got a guy. That's a great sweater. He's very broad. Yeah, he's very big. Guy and a girl in an elevator. They're neighbors. Serendipity, baby. Okay, this is not the vibe of the song I was expecting. Right? It's. It's so pretty. Oh my god, the dancers are wearing little. Uh, what are those animals called? Ta- no. Oh no, I'm too tanukis. Everybody who's not the members or the girl have the little animal heads on. Okay. So in the street scene, you'll notice that they all have them too. Okay. I love this song. Yes, this is fun. Look, and he's getting into his places. Oh, that's fun. He's like merging with his self. Yeah, this is like a very cute, quirky music video, which mm-hmm. I appreciate. And the song is like a pretty little soft shoe. Yes, but it has that, like, I have a I have a Spotify playlist that's called uh, Coffee Shop Vibes, <laughs> but written in Hangul. And this song would yeah, fit on it, like fit. with all my Zion tea and whatever. Yeah. Like it's just... Look, he gets to redo it. Oh, and he doesn't get hit by the things because he knows it's yeah. coming this time. And look, and this time he saves her from the rain cloud. So she's not mad. So Ooh, she's not smooth, mad anymore. Bro. That's how you Groundhog Day. That is how you Groundhog Day if you don't learn any lessons. Oh my God, they're dancing on the trolley. Do you know how many? Are there like four people? I have no idea. I think there's a scene where you get everybody. Three? There are only three three people that do not have. I wonder. Do they have military boys? One of them must be in the military. I highly doubt B1A4 is just a three member group. (gasps) Oh no, he shot the. Him and the girl are shooting each other. I think it's a Mr. and Mrs. Smith kind of vibe. (gasps) Zombies now. Fun. They get all different movie genres because it's like a movie. Oh, like a movie. Okay, great. Speaking of Korean zombie movies, watch Hashtag Alive on Netflix. It's very good. I mean, the Untamed has zombies in it, too. (laughs) Just saying. There we go. Two rounds. Technically, they're called fierce corpses. (laughs) (laughs) Look, alien movie. They get all the tropes. Oh, it's it's like, what is love? But with, like, boy genres instead. Oh, my God. A girl is dropping down from the ceiling to shoot everyone. Deus ex machina. (laughs) I love the little dance. Yeah, this is, like, it's, like, romantic and jazzy while also being kind of, like, lo-fi R&B and trendy and like I kind of La La Land-ish yes I was thinking that when they were dancing on the trolley car that it felt kind of La La Land yeah that was lovely B1A4 like a movie it's very pretty but it got overshadowed for us personally because 17 right here (sighs) guys I don't even know where to begin. I'll begin. This is my favorite thing they've ever done. And you are the one who said that first. I did. And I was hesitant to say it because I love snapshoots so much. However, every comeback stage 
is better than the last. I don't know how they're doing it. The costumes are exquisite. We were not sold on the left and right styling. No, it was inconsistent it was janky and mm -hmm. some of them looked downright stupid if you ask me i agree i did not like the color palette i did not think the looks were cohesive and some of them i thought yeah just looked straight up dorky the one thing i will thank left and right for forever is that it introduced wanwu to the crop top Mm. which unleashed a whole new wanwu yeah. We got crop top Wanwu in left and right stages. Then we got crop top Wanwu in the 24 hours music video. Mm-hmm. And then we got straight up shirtless Wanwu in W Korea. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Showing his abs on Knowing Brothers with a little smirky Wanwu. smirk. It's always the quiet ones. You have to watch them. Anyway, these costumes are fucking luscious. They're luscious. The velvet decadence. Do you guys know that TikTok lady the that goes decadence? Oh, the decadence. Um, I just stay tuned because we've literally decided our Patreon content next month is talking about these. Outfits. It will be a stage it's, outfit. It's happening. it's happening. It's happening. We are breaking down every stage and every look, the brooches, the fabrics, the textures. It's all the so rings. Beautiful. The rings, <laughs> the patterns, the silks, and the, the jacket linings and the flick. Oh my God. The oh, flick. It's also good. It's also good. Minghao's floofy red hair. I love you so much. Thank you for existing. It's so floofy. His hair is so floofy. <laughs> and I love that I, at the end, they always go, thank you, Inkizu, Kayo. Thank you. Thank you. Music. Bank. It's so good. <laughs> um, I'm very emotional about how the care that was taken for my sweet son, Busong Kwan. He was hurt very badly in the last comeback. And like, I believe he had to have surgery yeah, like, on his super hurt. tendon. Super hurt. So they found really beautiful, clever ways to include him in the choreo mm-hmm. for this so that he like doesn't have to like he does. He travels the least. He doesn't have to jump. He spends a whole verse on the side of the stage. And like it just makes me emotional because mm-hmm. I know he wanted to be part of it so bad. And they found a way to make him a part of it that isn't like distracting or like it's yeah. not um it's not patronizing. Like he's no, part of it. It's very inclusive to the point where if you did, I feel like the first time I wa- like when I watched the music music video I didn't even notice that Mm -hmm. he wasn't in some of the other like the larger I probably only noticed because he's because he's my bias so I look for him first exactly but But otherwise like he is very much a part of like the I mean he's still included just as much as a vocalist as he always Mm -hmm. is and so um like the way that he's factored into it is just really well done and the music video for this I thought was impeccable stunning there's one set of outfits we still haven't gotten on stage and that is the bowling alley outfits give me Shua in his Tiger print jacket and dangly earrings. Just give it to me. We'll talk about it on the stage outfit we spotlight. Will. But I feel like Shua is being styled specifically different from everyone. Yes. Like with the concept of like he is an otherworldly being from an ice planet. Like he is being Shua shiny Romanoff right now. He is wearing silver and white. He is a he snowflake glitters. prince. Like he came from an ice planet. Yes. All the other members are wearing this like gorgeous 1970s palette of like 
warm, oh, warm browns and army greens and like and beautiful turquoises and burgundies deep and like, vel- deep purples and like uh, gorgeous and teals and golds and then shua is over there in white and silver <laughs> and like fur or yes. I don't know I don't and his know his hair is fur, like silver he, and he his, like look hair is so white and he just looks like he stepped out of the Iceland. Yes, I don't know. he just like looks like he's a different alien member. Stepped of the off room. of a snowflake and blessed us with his presence. Ugh, but the choreo is perfect. The song is so good. I know that it's so good because last Monday we sat here and we watched individual f- member fan cams. I have like, fifteen videos in a row and I, didn't even once go like, I'm tired of this song now. Like, yes, no, <laughs> we watched. A full version, and then all 13 fan cams, and then another, a different full version. Of the tunes. So it that is tunes. 15 times we listened to the song in a row. I have never, <laughs> ever in my history of being a carrot watched all 13 fan cams, period. Yeah. Much less in a row. Oh, yes. And I'm not even tired of no. this song. The album is great. I love Tengere, like the last album, mm. the last little EP that they came out with, I thought was perfect from start to finish. And I 100% ditto to this one. This time they did the little, um, the member groupings are by age, which mm-hmm. I think we mentioned in the original October comeback. And it's great. It's fucking great. Yeah. Like spoiler, great. spoiler alert. I will find a way to work it into a best of end of the year, but there's a song on the album called ah love. And like a fact about me is that my husband and I really, really, really like yacht rock, like hollow notes and Christopher cross and your doobie brothers and such. And this fucking 17 song like captures all the beauty of like a perfect late 70s, early 80s, like smooth jam dad rock song. And I, I love it so much. I like can't even contain. And I couldn't believe that that was the one that I liked the most because like yeah, of the memory. It has none of my like none biases, of your biases. in it. Yeah. But it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. It has for the record, that song has Coops, Shua, Jonghan, and June. My favorite song on it, because I can't even believe that I'm so like I, I've said this a lot, I think, like to uh to ourselves In, yes. and to Jenna, like our little 17 like fangirl trio, um, that I like can't believe how like 17 treats me so well. Like every mm-hmm. time I want anything from a group, like they give it to me and they gave me a jazzy song with disco beats and brassy horns mm-hmm. that have my three biases ming hao dokyum and mingyu in one song and it's so good it's called hey buddy it's called hey buddy hey buddy, hey, buddy. It's so fun. Um, Yeah, one. I love you, 17. We'll move on, but one last 17 wreck. I'll never move on. (laughs) Never move on. But they put up a lyric video for the song that has like the the English lyrics animated over the Korean song. And it made us like very emotional. You guys, I'm not entirely sure why it made us so emotional. It's just a like, it's a super fun, really well animated, like cartoon translation video of it. Mm -hmm. And so it's like the regular track and then the, but the way that the animated English lyrics match the syncopation of the Korean lyrics while you're listening to it 
it was just really fun. And yeah. like something that I, maybe other K-pop groups have done that. I've never seen it of any of the groups that I really like. Um, Monster X did one for the English album, mm. but because that feels like a thing, like Taylor Swift always puts out lyric videos. So I just assumed it was something that their American mm. record label did. Cause that's what you do is you put out an animated lyric video oh I've never seen one of those but I really liked it and yeah it made me weirdly emotional I don't know why but I love you 17 I love you 17 Ming Hao your hair looks great right now they look so great right now straight or curly it just looks good I have real problems with Vernon and his (gasps) wink he gets so much center time black hair and he like really (laughs) It's like lethal. I don't talk about it on the show very much, but like Vernon is the idol that I have the most issue with because he reminds me so much of every boy that I loved in middle school. (laughs) He's all of them and I can't take it. I hate it so much. And he's like, give it away, give it away. And in this video I watched today, he was wearing glasses and instead of winking, he pulled his glasses down. (laughs) Oh, of the glasses in this They have so many good ugly so... glasses and they look so hot in them. You guys, if anyone ever doubted that Junhui was hot, you are a fool. You're a fool. <laughs> You're a fool. 17 is 13 perfect visuals. They're all hot. All hot. They're all hot. And they all look really good right now. Okay, what else came out this month? <laughs> Luna came back. Is yes. the next thing on the list. I watched this music video. I don't really remember it i feel like i remember thinking they all looked really good but the song didn't stick with me that's what i'm thinking too and again like i truly can't tell you how much i've been drowning in 17 like i said 15 fan cams in a row like very distracted i know i watched the luna video once and that i like that i liked the song but i did watch maybe the the what are they called they're not called lunatiques orbits the orbits. Oh my god, they should be called lunatics. I think that's what they call them. So, or somebody we no, who follows a, us is that somebody's of, username. Somebody's username. That's somebody's username. Anyway, what I did watch of Luna content though is that they did their ra- their ma- their American rag mat. <laughs> they did their American magazine rounds that all the K-pop groups do now. You have to do your seventeen in your Vanity Fairs. You have to do your Condé Nast interviews. Right. And so and I watched. <laughs> yeah, so I watched all the Luna ones, and they did that thing where you have to learn the TikTok dance in one minute, and they were all insanely good at it, and it blew oh, my yeah. mind. Monster X was really bad at that one. <laughs> well, Luna was fucking great at I it. I believe it. Like really great at I it. Believe it. <clears throat> um, it's because female idol- idols work harder. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that's what we Tie said in our other episode. episode. You made wine go with my nose. I'm so sorry. It's okay. <laughs> um, also, NCT 2020 came out with something else called I'm Home. No, it's called From Home. I'm Home is Mino's song. My bad. From Home. If I remember correctly, this is the one that had Kuhn in it, and it was on the beach, and it was like a pretty beachy, nice ballad. I remember watching the music video. And that's it. I believe you if that's true, but I didn't. And citizens. Question. (laughs) I didn't know. I I was wrong in my October comeback episode. Oh my God. Hendry is in (laughs) that 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 one that I said. Misfit. He's in Misfit. 
Like I said, I don't recognize blonde Hendity. Blonde Hendity doesn't stick in my brain, and I don't know why. But he's in Misfit, for the record. But question. I didn't see Win-Win in any of those NCT 2020. I think that might be a... Um a problem at the moment. He's the on a track. Things. I know that he, I looked up the track listing and I know that aside from the song that is only wavy on the NCT 2020 album, he is credited as being on one of the other NCT unit songs. Okay. But I haven't seen a video for that song. Interesting. And how come everybody else got a video? That's what did all Win-win I, that's do? my question. Why you know like win win? so pretty yeah. and he celebrated his birthday with yes. the princess party. Let's talk about that now. Wavy, Wavy at a princess party. And they did this very crazy battle live. Oh, they did a battle live princess version. And so, okay, we have Shao Jun is, uh, is Princess Jasmine with titties. And he was very distracted by the titties. He really was. Pulling them up. He, would, he had great posture. He, lo- he was sticking first. them out. Yeah. Yang Yang is the Little Mermaid also, also with, with titties. titties. He did a great job in that battle live because he can't move his legs in his fishtail. Lucas is Elsa from Frozen. And he seems to be like mentally crippled by the dress. He is the most man in a dress of any (laughs) of them. He is like a bull in a dress. Yes. He like doesn't know what to do Mm -mm. with himself. Ten is Alice in Wonderland and he's cute as shit. He looks so fucking cute in his dress and his wig and he loved his little safety shorts. Oh my my God. God. He kept spinning to show his shorts. He kept spinning. (laughs) Of course he picked the short dress. My ten, he hates clothes. Coon is Snow White and with that wig on, he looks the spitting image of Suho. Exactly like Suho. Coon is Suho. Who else do we have? We had Hendity. He is Rapunzel. And he loved it. And he looked great. He loved it. He He worked that dress. And then we had birthday boy Win-Win, Winderella, dressed as Cinderella, who had a skirt that had the full... Oh, my God. He was so dainty in his gloves. He had this little gloves on. And his choker. And his pretty little blonde updo with the bangs. And the skirt... Had a hoop. Yeah, in him it. and and um, he fucking worked that skirt. Yes, he did. Him and Hendy both hoop had skirts. hoops in their skirts, and they loved the skirts. And oh my god, I just like died watching those that video. It's I very cute. It. They're so cute. They're having such a fun time with their little princess party. My brain was kind of um, ruined by a TikTok, and we could cut this out if it's too much, but <laughs> I didn't send it any to anyone because it was not a, if I have to see it, it was a time that I said, no, I will take this for me. But I saw a TikTok that is illustrated very clearly that perhaps one coon was not wearing anything under his snow white dress. And when they do the, I'm alive, the clearest impulse imprint of swinging balls under a um, snow white dress I've ever seen in my life. And it was like up close on this fucking TikTok that came on my For You page and assaulted my eyes. Why do you keep telling me these things when I have a mouthful of wine? I'm sorry, I should be more careful of where look at you before I say Uh. <laughs> I, that would be 
wild to wear nothing underneath. Ooh, Kun. He's a sassy boy. He was spicy. He thought it would be funny to feel free in his dress. You know what? <laughs> he did let that happy trail bear all in that one magazine shoot that I sent to Natalie on her birthday. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, thanks, you uh, horny TikTok stands for zooming in on dance practices yeah, and wow. finding things no one's looking for. These are things for. I don't need. This is like the, these are like the, oh my God, somebody posts one of the like many untamed vlogs that I, the boy who plays the lanjan, the like uptight one, did mm-hmm. Versace on the floor, a oh. dance cover, and it's very good. Mm. And also something I just don't need in my life. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> Totally. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> After All NCT, the very next day, Mamamoo put out mm, a Mama pre-album Moo. release. They have an album coming out, I think, next week, perhaps. But this is called Dinga. Mm-hmm. And I think it's about drinking. <laughs> it's something like, like a, like a, like a fish. And like the, the, yeah. the choreo like, seems ding, to Ding, 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 ding. Yes. Or something. It's very fun. It has like super fun choreo. It's like a very, I don't want to say standard because that sounds boring, but like it's a Mamamoo song. Yeah, like, they did it again. Song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun. It's like catchy. They all look super hot in it. Solar is so stinking beautiful. Mm-hmm. Ma- uh, Moonbeal chopped off her hair. She's yes, got she's a working cute it. Cute little bob. Um, and it's just a fun song. It's a, yeah, it's a Mamamoo song. Yeah, and I noticed that like because Kwasa is in that like weird girl group with Jesse and Hyori and, and uh, Hiori and, or no, mm. Hiori, Lee Hiori and Jesse and all those people. She's in some kind of girl group. She's been making them do the dinga on TikTok. Mm, I've been, sure, sure, it's, sure. It's got the TikTok trend. TikTok trend chorus. That, Solar uh, was, did a lot of TikTok when she did her little solo earlier. So trend I, for 2020. I, we'll talk about it later. But yeah, people were considering TikTok, TikTok while they dances. made their choreo this year. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway. Um, anyway. Okay. The next thing that came out that we can now talk about is the crush with her album and guess what guys it's perfect did you know that well you should if you haven't listened to it um but it is perfect and the lead track with Taeon is great um and somebody on asian junkie wrote a really cool article about the music nerdery in that song they like harmonize on a very odd chord Mm. that in the medieval times was banned because it was said to summon the devil hey (laughs) yeah Um, crush is willing to go to any lengths to get get a a girlfriend girlfriend. um but like speaking of any lengths I don't know. The last song on the album with the song with BB is so fucking dirty. I sent you the lyrics to it and you guys were like, I was like, what kind of segue is this? (laughs) Yes, that song is dirty. That song is dirty. It's very dirty, but it like, it's fun. And like, I think my favorite is probably the Yunmire one. Mm. Um, It's really fun. But good for Crush um, for putting out a really fun album because I assume he has to go military bye-bye very, very soon. Probably. It's coming up. Coming up. Maybe he can lock down a lady before then. (laughs) You need to have someone to visit you. (laughs) Um, The other thing we mentioned in the October episode that we were excited about is that Gravity... um, Re-released Ooh Ah, which was a B-side off of Flame. 
Yes. And I've watched already the music video that they put out for it. Oh, I didn't know they put out a music video Yes, for they it. like put out a music video okay. for when it. We mentioned it in the previous episode. We were like, we don't know what this yeah, is going to so be. Yeah, so what ended up happening is they put out a music video for it. They've been going on music shows. Okay. Performing ooh ah. So it's like cool. a second wind. Dun, 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 dun. Ooh. Ah. Um, and yeah, it's, I love that song. I just like, oh, fucking so love good. that song. Makes me go ooh. And I saw, I watched a performance today that their Halloween, they did it and their Halloween stage was they all just had little like kitty and mouse faces. They just had little kitty faces on. I'm a mouse. Duh. <laughs> yes, that's what Gravity did. They were mouses. Duh. Stay. Um, that song is such a fucking jam. Oh, it's so good. Um, it's such a fucking jam. Okay. This next two things were on the same day and it was like the most oh overwhelming God. day. And it yeah. was also probably like four days ago. Like it was very <laughs> recently and I can't believe that they A happened on the same day and B that it was so not that long ago. Yeah. But we'll start with TXT tomorrow by Together has a new album out. Yes. And guess what, guys? It's a perfect album. I'll just say that right out the gate. All five songs are literally yet. amazing. Great. But guys, TXT are so good. They're so stinking good. They are maybe like, I mean, it's, K-pop has, of course, a really high bar for precision. That's like one of the reasons I love Seventeen so much. TXT is one of the most precise groups out Mm. there right now, I feel like. Nothing, like their choreography is crazy to watch. Mm -hmm. It is so captivating. They do... Really great, like optical illusions. They just like go for it. They, they jump go so and they hard. fly because they they're sixteen and they ride and they, they body roll so hard. Yes, their signature extremely their signature hard body, body roll, roll that takes like four counts. I love it. And let me just say that I never knew cotton candy hair was like such a thing for me, but apparently it is. It just works every time. It works every time. Like Chanyeol, that's what made yeah. me care about him Turn at all. That corner, right? That beautiful cotton candy cocoa, cocoa bop hair. And Yeonjun was already my TXT bias. He True. was the one I already paid attention to. And right now, he has a cotton candy mullet that mullet. I wouldn't have described as beautiful maybe two years ago. But it's beautiful, damn it. A beautiful cotton candy mullet, I say. It's absolutely beautiful. I love it. He's rocking it. It's so long. It's so, so long. long. I think it's like extensions. But it no, really no, works. he gets extensions. That's right. He has a mullet. And then in the music video, he has extensions. There's an even longer yeah. version. And I love the long He's been version. doing the tiny apple half pony when they do the B-side yes. stage. Love it. I love the B-side that they're promoting right now. And We the- lost the summer. But again, the whole album is really good. What's the name of the title track? Uh, Blue Hour. Blue Hour. Blue Hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their titles are boom, always boom, um, boom, mostly boom, in boom, Korean boom. and have like a really long oh my God, yes. Hangul title. Um, so I always forget what the English versions are. But, but the, also in the music video, TXT introduced us to a concept that I didn't know was possible, but oh, they work it so well, which is the soft boy crop top. Yes. Soft boy crop tops for soft boys who are not trying to make you feel dirty things, yes. but are just being soft boys with their little soft tummies showing. Yes. This is not the exo obsession, moon bin, bad idea, show new, love Wan-woo, killer, whatever. Wanwoo abs in your face crop top. 
this is the ace take me higher mm. i'm in like a soft sweater and oops you can see my belly button my little belly button and they're wearing like the softest little sweaters they just happen to be crop tops. It is like, if anybody's ever watched She-Ra, <laughs> there's a character in that cartoon, which is a Netflix original, and it's really good. Um, it's called, and his name is Bo, and like his signature is that he never wears a full shirt. He's okay. always wearing crop tops. And that is like, that's like the soft crop top. Right. It's not sexual. It's just a crop top. And it's adorable. It's so adorable. They are so adorable. I love this choreo. I love this I choreo it. and I want to learn me it too. So I feel like I already like know I think it I already halfway. Know it's half like of it. in I my really do. bones. Yeah. It's in my bones. This is how I dance when I'm just listening to K-pop watching yes. my dishes. Like these All are these the weird soft shoe shoulder. shoulders that I just do. Um, but uh, I love it. And my favorite part is when they perform it, they perf- they call it the dance break version because there is like extra 30 seconds that are not in the album track. Right. And they then they the backup dancers come out and they give them trench coats and cowboy hats and like the variety of trench coats and cowboy hats. Sometimes we get thick leather. Sometimes we get like adorable striped pajama. Like they have so many trench coats and so many hats. And there's a flick. There's a coat flick in the choreography. Which is, they lift the hats and they go. Mm, and it's yes, so and they move their little heads. We haven't. We've have not like gushed about this flick in the home run okay, choreography. Yes, there's a flick, but no. there's a flick in the cor- in the home run choreography where they like. It's like. Yeah, when they go. And then they ta 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 and like hit the, hit it and they flip their coats back and, and June does it so dramatically. June does it the best. Watch the June fan <laughs> cams to really see the flick in action in all of its glory. But then the TXT they have the coat choreo and they do so many great flicks. There's a little partner part and Yan June is having the best time when they do the little hippies. Oh, I just love they love it. They're oh, TXT. so cute. I You're love so them. sweet. You give me a toothache. They do. Toothache, I tell you. And like, I gotta say, like, not not to like sound like a solo stan or whatever, because I do really think that all of TXT is so cute. But there is something about that Yanjun. He is shining. He's sparkling, man. Because like, I really in love them. Eyes. But like, Taehyun, his, he looks scared in his eyes why, all why the time. Why is he so afraid? He looks so afraid. But anyway, <laughs> Yanjun is just like, Killing it. Oh my God. Every facial expression, he like he's smiling like he's genuinely having a good time. He's what is the word I use? Captivating. Captivating. He's fucking captivating. He's captivating. Because the sparkles in his eyes are real and he is just like having the bestest time on that stage. And it fucking shows. It shows and it's so good. So cannot recommend the new TXT album like enough. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Okay. Equally oh high recommendation. You guys. <laughs> Twice. I can't stop me. Can't stop me, can't stop me. Whoa, whoa. <sighs> Twice. They, I feel like this comeback, we'll talk about it with another group later too, but I don't know. I think Twice is like really, really, truly coming into their own of what yes. Twice can be because I was re- literally reading something today about how like JYP honestly like brags about how he doesn't let his girl groups pick their music at first mm-hmm. and how they actively hate it and haha isn't that funny that right. like I make them do music they hate. <laughs> no, it's no, not. it's not funny. So 
the, but like the last, like the last three twice comebacks have just been like impeccably stacking on top of each other to make this like yes. girl group perfection, like exactly what you want yeah. out of anything, right? <laughs> I have gone on record as saying I do am not a twice fan. Right. I own the last three twice albums. Mm-hmm. More and feel special, more and more, and this new one, Eyes Wide Open. And they're all really good. All of the albums are good. Ooh, I would make it four because Fancy's before that. Sorry. Yes. I don't have that one. I didn't love that one. But still, the point but is, it is it's that been a was the turning point. That was the turning point. Twice has reached a point, like they don't use the same egg yolk vocals that they, they used do, to. Don't use they that don't use the vocoder that they, that they, used, they used, to used to. And they are heavy into the disco ABBA vibes this album. And I'm all about that shit. Like I was just looking through the track. I could recommend like there is one song. It's on a this. big old album. It's a 13 track album. Damn. And there's one song on it that I don't like. That's it. Yeah. All of the others I like. Like, Up No More is my number one B-side. They've been performing that, so there's stages of it. Yes, there are stages of that. I mean, we could just talk about I Can't Stop Me in general, because holy fucking shit. Talk about a stage outfit spotlight. (laughs) Oh, I don't have a favorite. I don't either. I don't know. No, I do. It's Momo. It's Momo. Momo Her outfits are the best. Momo looks amazing. Her bob is so sharp. (laughs) Her bob is so sharp. That denim fringe. The denim is fringe. The Jolly Parton wet dream I never oh even God. knew I needed in my life. It's uh, the Barbie doll mod body, yellow yes. bodysuit that she wears with the high socks. All those of those socks. yellow clueless plaid outfits are fucking stunning. Stunning. That move where they just move their hips and it's Jihyo and Nayeon yes. in the front. Get out of here. And they shake so hard. Get out of here with your little boot booties. Yes. Get out. Get out. Don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. Stay twice. Stay. And sing all of these songs to me, especially Queen and Handle It and Say Something and Behind the Mask and Bring It Back and the rest of the album. Yeah. See? <laughs> Uh, it's so it's album, the point y'all. is that it's really really good and they like look spectacular and it's like a bummer that Jonghyun is sitting out but like I'm glad that JYP's letting her have a break mm-hmm. but like I don't know they it feels like Twice is really oh, this they're is the really Twice coming into their needed. own I think this is a the Twice comeback we needed it is the like gorgeous disco girl vibes that I want and love. And there are many, most of the album credits go to at least one of the members, which is really cool. So on the topic of JYP, like not letting his girl groups have a say in their music, that's changing for twice. And we get a lot, we, there's a lot of lyric credits to the specific members on this album. I know Jihyo wrote the lyrics to Up and Down, which is my favorite song. Um, and so good for you twice. I'm really excited for the, for twice as women, is like a great yes. I think great that's what it is. New era because like maybe the womanhood of twice. I think the like not to bring it back to the episode that this is supposed to be a distraction from, <laughs> but I think that a thing I didn't bring up in that episode is that I feel like maybe companies are understanding compared to the second generation that 
catering to men with sexy babies only works for a really small amount yeah. of time, but catering to a girl group concept and trying to sell to women who appreciate women is yes. way more profitable. It's because way men are more picky profitable. and shitty and they just want their yeah. TNA and they like don't want it. Mm-hmm. So like and their attention spans won't last whereas like female fans might be more willing to make the investment. Right. Yeah. So good for you twice. I'm so excited. We've only had like four days of stages. Like I said, this just happened. It so just we're happened. still living through it. The, the Studio Choom version lives rent-free in my mind. Like I said, Momo in that fringe. All right, this next thing that we have to cover, I don't know how I feel to feel about covering it, but I know that the listeners <laughs> will want to know. Because if you weren't in our Discord and, like, following along on the very crazy day we had on Thursday, then, like, I think people will want to know how you feel about this situation, which is essentially, I will wrap it up as fast as I can, a comment was posted anonymously to an EXO website sometime around Thursday evening that alleged to be from an ex-girlfriend of Chanyol saying that she recently found out that he had cheated on her more than 10 times with idols and stewardesses and God knows who else and blah, 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 blah. And the internet exploded with memes. Yes. <laughs> the general premise was Chanyol's a dog. And after three years of a completely secret relationship that during nobody which, no one about. but Chanyol himself could corroborate, isn't that convenient? Uh, apparently a member he hates hit on her there was so much random bullshit in that original post mm-hmm. that like got everybody like talking yeah. so and much. I, we we stayed most the two of us stayed in our chat with our dear friend jenna and because that is our little k-pop <sighs> safe space we can say whatever we want and it can be mean and it doesn't matter but we just stayed there and like didn't really venture out into the the world of the gossip that was happening um because of course it was a frenzy right this right. shit got posted and everyone was like, <gasps> gasp. But it was like posted by fuck and uncorroborated sources, not, you know, legitimate news sources. Yeah. It was not picked up by any legitimate news sources either, which is also very telling of the fact that it wasn't real. XOLs immediately sleuthed through the photos. And like, like, these took, are fake. Yeah. This like, person it was is fake and- so easy to cut the holes in it eventually like the post itself got taken down and then like somebody else tried to post like i'm a friend of beckons and i i know it's true at playing guitar he is that, a so cheater many details people put too many details in yeah post. too that many person was like he's details. not good at playing guitar and i was like why are you throwing this extra shade in this here? is like i have video evidence that he's good at playing the guitar like why would you even bother Trying, trying to to dent his musical talent. How dare you? Anyway, Beckyun snarkily tweeted, yes. "Who is my acquaintance?" And then caught a mosquito. Oh, is that a mosquito? <laughs> yeah, he's so more shady. of that. Where's Sehun? Like with the shade. That's what I want. Oh my god, poor Sehun. Because uh, also, oh my god, the- somebody had dragged him into it. Yes, because point. in the like. In the frenzy of people, like, quote-unquote, running these posts through Google right. Translate, which I've told y'all not to do, some sentence got translated to your best friend's boyfriend. Which everyone And so then was everyone like, was like, it's Sehun's confession! We know that Sehun has boyfriends, but he hasn't said that, and we're not. Just leave him alone. Leave him alone. 
But also, like, whatever. Leave Chanyeol alone, too. Leave, leave all these alone. motherfuckers alone. Like, I don't give a shit if they're bad. Like, if they are bad boyfriends, I don't care. I don't care. I'm sorry. I don't care. Yeah. I, I just want, like, and maybe that is just a leftover. I was talking because I was telling my husband about this because on Thursday I had to work really, really late because all day I was just chatting with everybody about Chanyeol and I didn't do any work. <laughs> So I had to work really late. And so I was explaining to my husband the whole situation. And he was trying to be like, so is the problem that he had a girlfriend or that he cheated on a girlfriend? And I was like, both. They're both the problem. Um, but I was like, he was like, well, how do you feel? And I was like, I don't give a shit because I think my like Western standards, like I don't expect celebrities to be good people. I just want them to entertain me. Like it's not, I don't know. I don't feel like I hold them to any kind of like purity, moral standards mm-hmm. and like, and again, if he's like shitty to his to the girls that he fucks, I don't get like what does that have to do with me? I saw a really funny post on Tumblr that was Chanyeol had ten side bitches and none of them were me. This is my <laughs> villain origin story. <laughs> and that was the post I related to the most. I think so that's where I'm at. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> that's the other weird part about it is that I think just the general being an XOL, like I said this in the Discord, and it sounds weird to say, and I don't really know how to describe it, mm-hmm. but being on Tumblr on Thursday afternoon felt like coming home yeah. in a way. Because being an XOL has always come with like this kind of really weird drama, and the fandom has always reacted to its trauma with like really insane jokes. Yeah. And so it just like it felt familiar. It was like, oh, I haven't done this in a while. Like, oh, yeah. It's been a Exo while drama. since we've Let's been through this. the EXO wormhole. But I, I feel like what ultimately, like, because there were there were some chats in the Discord of, like, you know, taking things seriously. There were, like, some very serious allegations. And, you know, people were kind of going back and forth of, like, well, if he really did treat his girlfriend this way, this is very bad, blah, gaslighting, blah, blah, blah. But then there was also the, the point brought up of, like, well, you know, if this is all just made up, like, the invasion of privacy and the attack on, like, personal, you know, personal well-being and space and blah. All legitimate points all around. But I feel like ultimately my I came from it as I never latched on to any piece of this because I found the initial post to be very hard to believe. Mostly because it claimed that he hated one of his members. <laughs> and I just don't believe that, and that to got be people, true. And the way that that got everybody whipped up sort of I feel like leads into the credibility of like this was a post made by an anti because mm-hmm. so sneakily putting in that like when that member that you hate hit on me you didn't say anything so that simple like phrase of that member that you hate got the whole fandom and like who do you think it is I think it's Kai I think it's Beckham like that's probably exactly what the, what whoever posted this wanted, wanted. To be. yeah I am sort of in like my conspiracy camp at the moment because the pictures were really, really shady. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they are fake because they don't look fake. But the way that they are blacked out is like very weird. Odd. It's very weird. So I am wondering, my conspiracy theory is that some social media or cacao or phone of Chanyol's was hacked. Mm. And those pictures are real in some way. And this person made that post to be like, I got your 
shit. Yeah, like I could hack me you. or all fucking. And that maybe some of the yeah. details were true to like tell alert Chanyol that like I got your dirt, buddy, mm-hmm. and I'll fucking take you down. Like I don't know. Maybe that's where my conspiracy brain is at. Is that yeah. like maybe it's not entirely a lie, but maybe it's not true either, and that there's like something else it is entirely possible that his phone got hacked and in that case it would be like a much more serious offense and i think it would explain the reaction from sm right because one thing that got a lot of xols pissed was this idea that sm was not willing to do anything to protect its idols Mm -hmm. from this blasphemy defamation right um and so originally after the whole story broke right like we said, it didn't break on reputable sources, and it was never picked up by reputable sources. I wouldn't so have this known is about all it gossip because bit. only Koreaboo was posting about it, and yeah. I blocked Koreaboo years ago. Right. So, like, no one of worth posted about this, right? But somebody from one of these dis reputable sources had managed to call SM and they got this quote unquote official statement, which was no comment, we have no right? Comment. We have no comment about this. So a lot of people got real mad, like wah, wah, wah. Or SM it's obviously care. true because they would have said so. If it yeah. Wasn't. If it wasn't true, they would have, there were like camps of obviously that means this is true. And then camps of this shows they don't give a shit about EXO. Like you should be protecting your people. My immediate thought was, Chanyo loves to sue a bitch oh God, all on his own. People. The number of people, he will take down, he's got his own lawyers, <laughs> right? Like, he does not care. Someone writes that he's bad at guitar, he will sue you. Right. Like, don't put it on the internet, he'll sue you. He even you. sued people who were like, his sister is ugly. Yes, like, <laughs> he'll sue you. So, like, when I first saw the SM no comment thing, I was like, I bet they're just letting Chanyul take care of this on his own because he has his own team of lawyers at the ready. And then, like, a few, like, a day later, there was some announcement of, like, SM has created a legal team to make sure that, like, online defamation of their idols is taken care of, blah, blah, blah. So, like, a lot of people were saying, like, oh, this is in response to the Chanyul thing. They're going to take down whoever it was that's been posting. I hasn't said anything official either way, and I don't think they ever will. I'm surprised that I was surprised that they said anything at all. Me too, because this is so such a lowbrow scandal. Right, and I was thinking, I was saying in the Discord that I remember years and years ago where somebody found Chen's wife. She was not his wife at the time, but Mm -hmm. somebody found her private Instagram and then like posted a bunch of pictures that was like, Chen's dating this girl. And, like, the pictures went all around, like, Tumblr and stuff, but I don't remember it ever leaving the fandom or SM ever commenting on it. Yeah. So I just kind of didn't think that this would be a thing that got commented on I either. didn't think it would be either, especially because the whole Irene thing had just happened, and, like, they were all... And then the whole, like, ESPA announcement was made, so it was, like... They had enough on their hands, right? I saw a lot of really funny memes of like that, you know, that Ben Affleck where he's smoking where he's and he looks smoking. so upset. And it was like SMPR team. <laughs> no, we had a really good laugh in the Discord because um, in the midst of all of this Tronial stuff, we all got a text from Super M that was like, how are you? How have you been this week? And I responded, bruh, I feel like I should be asking you that. <laughs> because those like PR people are working too hard right now. Too hard. <laughs> too hard. Um, oh, SM. But yeah, I don't know. In general. But the point Wait. is, is that it was, go. 
Also, I don't know. Go ahead. Point is what? I was just going to say point is October madness. I was afraid to say it in the last episode because last October, like we had some like wacky zany and some like people died. And so like, I didn't want to, I didn't want to hex the month and be like, but something crazy might happen. But I think this something was our crazy something did crazy happen. Did happen. And it was this, it was this Chanyol debacle, Chanyol gate, Lowy gate. Lowy, Lowy's um, real baby. We knew that already though. Who's surprised you're an idiot? Um, no, he wrote sweet sorry. lies. Have he you ever listened to that song? <laughs> he said, sorry, I can't be that guy. He said, you know, I'm a pretender. Ah, ah. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, no. oh yes. I remember it. Okay. In my research about feminism in South Korea mm-hmm. and dating scandals, etc., I found something that I didn't bring up in the misogyny episode, but I found a quote from Heechul, okay, tea spiller extraordinaire, that SM actually encourages its idols to date themselves or within the company. Within the company. Yes, exactly. It's like if you're going to date, date someone within the company. So that we can, it's easier to handle as a scandal and a PR. So like they, I just thought that was so funny. And he shouldn't have told me that because I have too many head cannons about SM artists. So don't tell me these things. It will make me think I'm right. I already am very convinced (laughs) that I'm right about who truly leaked the Chanyol information. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. it has nothing Mm -hmm. to do with the sus thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to go into that right now. But let me just say. But just know. It was a plot. It was all a plot. It was all a plot. Oh, boy. But yeah, I don't know. It's very interesting. Heechul, speaking of Heechul, just to like wrap up this legal SM lawyers talk, I saw a clip of Heechul talking on a show about how like people like him and IU and Chanyol who like sue haters Mm -hmm. all the time, all the money that they get from the haters for damages, they like give back to these cybercrime lawyers to try to like beef Amazing. up the laws about this stuff. So I feel like SM saying like we have hired a specific legal team to fight haters is just kind of like a wave yeah. that's happening because like everything that's like happened, the next step. Yes. Because I mean like your worst case scenarios, things that happen to like Sully and Hara, like, and like, I don't know, just the idols get so much shit and the netizens mm-hmm. are so mean. And it just seems like there's kind of a, and there's a f- wave coming of like, you can't talk about people like this. Anymore. Yeah, because there's a huge, le- I mean, this is something that we have been dealing with since the inception of the internet, right? right? The this anonymity like makes people facade crazy. facade of anonymity that just lets people say whatever horrible vitriol they think they can get away with. And it crosses an absurd number of lines. And I think it's way past time that these companies start like standing up for their idols. And I hope that the SM legal team does take these bitches down. Like, I don't know who's talking shit about Lowy, but, but it's probably not that flight attendant he fucked. Right? <laughs> Is She's bad? got nothing but good things to say. It's bad that I believe all of the, like the, the, the 10 women part. I was like, yeah, you would. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't doubt that he's part of the mile high club. He Do would. you? Have you seen how hot Korean stewardesses are, too? It's like, to be a flight attendant for Korean Air, you, like, have to be And, hot. like, have you seen it's how hot Chanyeol is? Like, mm-hmm. are you kidding me? Get out of here. If I was a flight attendant <laughs> and he sat down and was like, yo, meet me in the bathroom. You know I would. You know I <laughs> you would. You know I would. No questions asked. No hesitation. I'm going on break. <laughs> I'm going on break. There's, like, there's a picture of him. 
Um, I'll try to attach it to this episode that we posted in the group chat while we were teeing. That's like, it's this from alive and he's wearing like a tank top and his hair is dirty and has a big <laughs> Oh my God, that one. Like trailer trash. It's like such fucking trailer trash with his white mullet and his wife beater and his backwards cap. And the caption was like, come on, don't you think this guy is a cheater? And I said to the <laughs> yeah. group chat and I was like, I would though, I would, I would. I'm sorry, I would. Red like pains me to say, but he he would get it. White trailer trash cheater Chanyo would he would get it. (sighs) Okay, let's move on from that and soothe our souls with another like equally devastating, scorchy, horny thing. But it's great, and (gasps) something that brings me zero shame. Monster X, love killer, love killer. Oh, Shonu. You are not even the hardest thing to deal with. Oh my god! Come back. Okay, so and I mean that in all kinds in all of the ways. ways that you can interpret it to mean. So Monster X came back last night at nine p.m. It was so exciting, and we got to like watch it right when the music video came out. So thank you to Monster X for having your debut be at like noon Korea time instead of six p.m. because then everyone yeah. could participate. Thank you. Um, but the album is called uh, Fatal Love, and the title track is Love Killer. With an A, With just an like Monster. And the music video, like the music video we watched earlier, has like a movie theme, but they're all like movie bad guys. They're movie villains. Chuan is the Joker, and Changkyun is from Drive, and Shonu is Hitman, and Kihyun is Silence of the Lambs, and Minhyuk is... Um, American, American Psycho. Psycho. And Hyungwon is Fight Club. <clears throat> yeah. I saw a really good post that was Shonu at, that had Shonu as John Wick. Oh, okay. Because he's just wearing movie. a suit yeah. and like the glo- the like leather yeah, gloves yeah, yeah. that imply they, uh, they attached killer. him to John Wick, killer. which I thought was fun. Um, because Keanu Reeves is also weird and Shonu is weird. So I felt like that fit. That works. Um, but yeah, wow. I don't even know where to begin with this love killer thing. No, I do. Let's start with Hyungwon. Okay, he looks hot. He looks very hot. He has like a very greasy mullet and it's really, really working for him. Yeah, he's got these like big like Tyler Durden 70s sunglasses and a red leather jacket and he's just like placing bets on these like sweaty beefy dudes. Who are beating the shit out of each other like blood flying. Oh my like, God. shirtless boyfriend. And he is so unbothered by no. it. It is the, I didn't it's think hot. that would be hot, but that is hot. It's hot. It's super hot. Jungwon is really hot. And I didn't think that that was a thing that I thought. You thought it at the <laughs> concert when he did his DJ set in his hat. You're right. I did think he looked hot then. Kyungwon <laughs> works for me, I guess. Um, so I will st- I will touch on because I feel like I'll just say this right now, what I said in the Discord. I have no appropriate things to say about Im Chung-kyun at this time. Thank you. That is my statement. I will not say what I want to say on record. Comment but, redacted. Comment redacted. But I will say there is a note, there is a line in the song that ke- that has gotten everybody's attention this morning. But I think that the important thing is the lines before said line that nobody is catching that yes. change the context. They do. And I will say when I first heard this line, I didn't recognize, it didn't register in my brain that the lines before it were in English. So the ver- the cor- the verse itself sort of starts with Chunkyun saying, I want you to eat me like the main dish. But before that, spoken, he says the words, that's right. You look at my eyes. 
straight into my eyes and just say, I want you to eat me like a main dish. Hold for, I don't even know what. I don't know what to say about this. So the point is, he's not asking you to eat him. He's asking you, you to, to ask tell, him. He's asking you to tell him. Tell him! To eat you. Bonk, send me to horny jail. Ugh, I, oh my God. I don't even know what to do with this. Listen, Im Chang Kyun. We already discussed your mouth absurd horniness when it mister to fantasy i support your quest for the lowest v Mm -hmm. however i'm gonna need you to take it down a notch (laughs) like 17 notches like at least one (laughs) (laughs) it is too hot it's too i didn't i've never you like, are too hot i just feel like i haven't experienced this like level of explicitness in my mainstream k-pop before and it is knocking me backwards the press released that shonu fucks married women and monster <laughs> x said all bets are off yeah, they said, well, then we'll just we tell you what's up. shit anymore. We'll just tell you what's up then. This no, album no, is so talk. horny, you guys. Like, not just this song. Like, every song. Literally all of the songs. Except the last one, which is so beautiful. It's called Sorry, I'm Not Sorry. I could talk about it for a thousand years. But I thought, because I'd listened to this whole long, horny, horny album, one of the songs literally just has, like, breathing in the back of it. Holy shit. But the last song, I thought it was a... Um, a one night stand song. Sorry, I'm not sorry. I'm never going to see you again. So I was like, oh, Monstax. But I looked up the lyrics. That one is just like an actually sad breakup song. But up until that point, very horny. Ugh, Monstax. Very horny. Highlight. And I needed my life. Thank you. And I, I, we've, we've been talking about this and a lot of, I've seen it on Reddit and on Twitter today. So you're not the only person, but like, we want to say, but are hesitant to say that 2020 is Monster X's year yes. because it started on an absolutely terrible note. Right. For but like when I watched this music video, that was my first thought. Like this is Monster X's year because we had all about love and then we had Fantasia and now we get this. But then you remember the shit storm that this year started with and the fact that Monster X is now six. And it feels weird to say that this is Monster X's year. But this feels like a peak for them in a way. It feels like a real, real moment. It, yeah. Like, it really does. That they've reached that wonder, that moment that you hope all K pop groups get to where either their own view of themselves like their view of themselves and the company's view of what they want the group to be kind of meet into like a beautiful place Mm -hmm. because this album was like written like uh, honey and i am have always written their own lyrics but like other starship artists like wrote songs on this and eric nam wrote one of the songs on this album um but like i don't know Getting into Monster X last year or two years ago, however, whenever it was, was. 
was a weird process because their music at the beginning was like very loud and very like yeah. hype music and it was like finding things in between and then like and there were albums, albums that were really kind of liked. inconsistent this album though feels it feels like the perfect monster x album because even though it literally has two if not three yelly monster extracts they feel more Cohesive. I don't know. They just feel more cohesive. They work better. They don't feel like noise music for noise music's sake. Or Honey is just so able to like sell that version of them that I like buy it and it doesn't annoy me. Mm. I don't know. The, and the they're lo- all really fucking hot. They're so. They've all reached like true peak hotness. No. Um, Juan says at the, at the very beginning of this title track, he says like. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I make you? I'm. What is it? I don't mean to make you anxious. I'm sorry. Did I make you? I'm anxious? sorry. Did I make you anxious? And like the laugh in his voice, and it's so good. Ugh, I can't. Fatal love, indeed. I literally can't wait for stages. I hate that there aren't any right now, but I know that it's gonna to go. keep me like living through this week. <sighs> Monster X. If I have to red die. crop top suit. Shonu, you can kill me. Shonu. Uh, Shonu. Moonbin, thank you for lending Shonu your beautiful it's the same. red crop top jacket. That drift you posted today, it's the same. It's the same. It's the same red crop it's top jacket. double breasted. And the one that Kihan is wearing is Kai's love shot red yeah. suit. It's like the same. <laughs> They're the same. Yes. Yes. And thank you to those who came before because this is a great, great look all around. <sighs> We're so blessed. Thank you, Monster. Thank X. you, Monster. Thank you, Seventeen. Thank you, Twice. Thank, Thank you, TXT. Thank you, Crush. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Shiny, for just Thank you, being Shiny, you. for just being you and for almost being home. And to me, this album is coming out soon. Oh my God, his teaser photos look so beautiful. Have you seen the ones that pair them with the Story of Light yes, ones? They look- when they showed up, I was like, these are Story of Light outtakes. Oh, my like, God. Like, it immediately, like, caught me in the chest. I knew exactly yes. what it was. Agreed. But there's also, I saw this Have amazing. Have you seen the, t- the way that the, the one. That's coming out of yes, the ground. Yes, that is coming out of the ground and up to the sky. Yeah. If you look at the Instagram, the teaser photos have gone from, it's like, progression. hell to, like, the daylight. Yes. It's insane. It's him <laughs> escaping from underground oh and God. reaching the you sky. Just hit me so much. I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's for Timmy. Timmy. So oh my god it looks so great yeah no it's very exciting he looks like really that like scary antler crown with the veil he looks like something out of like the fucking conjuring or whatever you're just yeah leading people into devil worship and homosexuality or whatever that post oh my said god all those yes, years ago mean leading people into <laughs> homosexuality oh brother cheers to that cheers to that um okay well i guess that's all i have to say for this, do you have anything other K-pop thoughts that you would like to get out? Other K-pop October thoughts. I don't think so. Let me see if there's anything else that I bought this month. I am like very into a couple of like um, nope R and B songs that I've really liked. All I have is Monster X twice. 17 and then dawn and then unique 
literally all of unique. Yeah. Yeah, that's about right. If anybody is really into the untamed, Wang Yibo recently did a performance of Versace on the floor, and it's fucking great. Very I sexy. I love a performance of Versace on the floor. Ah, this type of <sighs> Wang Jun. Ooh, brother. Well, I guess that's all for tonight, <laughs> but I hope that you enjoyed this little mini distraction from whatever is happening in the outside world. Yeah. And thank the universe that we have our K-pop to carry us through tumultuous times. We I, don't know what tomorrow will bring. And by tomorrow, we mean November 3rd. Uh, however, we're glad to be in it together. We're glad to be in it together. And we've got all our idols by our side. And we'll be all right. So, um, yeah, check out today's regular episode about misogyny and K-pop if you have the spirit for it right now. If you want to wait, that's fine. Otherwise, we'll be back next week with Fun and Games, Shine, Book Club. If you don't have the spirit for our misogyny episode right now, do yourself a favor and watch all of the glorious October comebacks that came this year. Yeah. Because they were truly great. You really can just go back through the things we talked about in these two October episodes and it will keep you happy and sane and entertained. Between, I, I honestly feel like 17 and twice alone would have been enough, right? You got your great no, girl group I'm and gonna... your great boy group. and But there's so much more. There's so much more there's to enjoy. So and we're going to go watch some more of that. So you should do the same. We love you all. Take care of yourselves. You know where to find us. This is a bonus episode, so I'm not doing it. We're just going to end it. Goodbye. Jungyeon, you're our inspiration. 